Level check. Level check. Level check. Level check. Level check. Level check. Oh, that's still hot. Level um, check. You're still hot. In temperature-wise, because it's a warm day. And sexually. <laughs> and I'm going to make a conscious effort not to spill my coffee this time. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson and I'm joined, as always, mm. maybe I should mix this up every now and then. Maybe you can fuck off. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> no one can take my place. I love how attached you've become to this. <laughs> At the start, you're like, Chip, I don't want to do this. Why are you making me do this? It's gonna, you're going to look really bad. But here we are. Hey, it's MC. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> the long-term co-host, as it always shall be. And always will. <laughs> you're not allowed to leave. <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> uh, and this is Dead End Part 2, episode 28 of season 2. Mm. Um, now, before we get cracking... Yeah. We need to just uh, explain why this is going to be a long-ass episode. Yes. Um, so last week, or technically the week before, because I think I missed an upload day, <laughs> um, we said we were going to break this episode into three parts because yep. the Word document was quite long that we were reading from. And we thought, you know, maybe it'll work better if we break it into three or four parts, depending on the length. But yeah. what we kind of realised mm-hmm. is it doesn't flow as well. Yeah. Um, as I tend, these episodes tend to be a lot of setup in the first kind of half. Yeah. And then if you half the setup, then you have a set. <laughs> and it's just not as good. So, uh, you don't even have had the full tea, it's like a set. <laughs> exactly, and who wants one of those? <laughs> so um, what we're going to do is we're going to just go, we're going to blitz through the rest of this episode now. It's quite long, I think we did four pages out of 16. Mm. So we're going to do the rest of the episode today. Ooh, okay. Ooh, it's going to be a good one. Um, so hopefully, you know, you don't have to listen to it all at once. That's the beauty of podcasts. You know, you get halfway through, you pause it, you go and have a shit or a wank or whatever you need to do. and Both at the same time. Both at the same time. It's the best way to do it, trust me. Uh, and then just come back and listen to the rest. But for us, we're going to power on through and we're going to get through this episode. Now, with that out of the way, MC, mm. what happened last week? Well, not much. Um, yes, yeah, exactly. Very small <laughs> amounts of things happened. Uh, basically, the, 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 the main thing was uh, Chip and the One finally had a conversation because mm-hmm. Chip's... Chip did have a plan, maybe, it turned out, <laughs> in that he captured the one in a binding circle, which isn't as kinky as it sounds. Um, we can make it kinky. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes, they had a bit of a chat, uh, Chip doing this whole, I'm going to control you, and the one going, no, no. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty much it. Yeah, basically, yeah. basically. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the one has basically said, I'll kill your friends, but also I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and on the other side of things, MC is beaten up and unconscious. His friends trying to help him, and Shinno Khan has gone to the Kukla. Yeah. Uh, the elders, sorry. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that's it. That's literally all that happened. And this is why we're not going to do more than two parts per episode. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a long one. So let's just not, let's just get into it, shall we? That's, that's, that's. <laughs> Here we go. This is Dead End Part 2. Previously on Tomorrowgazen. With the sight of his friend safe, MC finally let the pain take him and fell into darkness. Ten minutes passed without any movement from Chip. He just sat, still as anything. Then, the one stopped pacing and looked straight ahead. More precisely, it looked at Chip, looking at him square in the eye. Chip smiled at the one. The blood-red eyes of the demon were now fixed on Chip. It made a growling noise. (sighs) And I also know that you can understand me. Stupid human, you dare call on the power of hell. What are we going to do? Jay said, trying not to panic. All we can do, Louise answered. Nurse MC back to health and keep trying to look for information on this demon on the net. Louise, Jay and Tifa all looked down at MC. They knew their only chance of killing the one was MC. But above all else, they wanted their friend to be better. If you want me to kill your friends, (laughs) why don't you let me out of this binding spell? The one asked as he rubbed his nipple seductively. <laughs> I told you we were going to make the binding spell erotic. <laughs> uh, so just to uh, remind our audience where we are, uh, we've literally opened up into the conversation between the one and Chip. This mm. is where we pick it up. Again, why we don't want to break up into three parts, four parts, because it just doesn't make sense in the flow of the narrative. Um, so here we are. Chip and the one are having another chat. Mm-hmm. I'm not retarded. If I let you out, you'll just kill me. True. 
And you know, I think I can maybe talk you around. How do you intend to do that? I've got a business proposal for you. It's Chip like getting out like a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> yeah. at this point. And, uh, <laughs> also, you can tell this was written like 17 years ago because of the casual use it's of retarded. retarded. Yeah. I mean, Chip is evil. Let us not forget. Oh. We're just lucky you didn't <laughs> bust out something a bit more. <laughs> he, I mean, he, I think he has used a bit of problematic language in the past as well. So this isn't, you know, I mean, it's in all, keeping with they evil all Chip. all have, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, but don't, don't put that on the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> the one didn't reply. It just listened. Chip continued. You and me as a team. I've got the brains and you've got the whole power destruction thing going on. We could rule the world. Does Chip have the brains? Does he really have the brains? <laughs> Does he though? I feel like the one is quite intelligent as well. Yeah. Like, uh, I think this is not the pitch that is yeah. it's not going to win him. You know? <laughs> no, wait, wait. Okay, hear me out. <laughs> I'll get you ice cream as well. <laughs> Uh-huh. Any flavour you want, but not more than two scoops, because I've only got 250 on me. <laughs> just just picture it, right? You're really dumb, and I'm really cleverer. <laughs> I can conquer this planet by myself. I just devour until there is nothing left. Chip was beginning to get agitated. He tried to think of another way to try and convince the demon to join forces, but his thoughts were interrupted. Why won't you just end your suffering? The one quizzed. The now pacing chip. Oh, the now pace. I get it. I get yeah. it. The one quizzed. The... No, it's still really hard to say. <laughs> the one quizzed the now pacing chip. Thank you. I got there in the well, end. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Perfect delivery. Oh, God. We've got another classic chip line coming up. Oh, no. Because, Moby Dick, I'm not suffering. For the first time in my life, I am free. Okay, why Moby Dick? Because he looks a bit like a whale. The whale's white, though. That was like the whole thing, the white whale, and the one is blue. I, I mean, I, I, you know, I've never read Moby Dick, surprisingly. <laughs> Nor have I. <laughs> I know it's a white whale, though. But I guess Chip hasn't either. Whale's big, one big, blue. Moby Dick. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Free of what? Let's run down the list. For starters, there was the high-pressure job of having to save the world. Then there was the whole keeping my feelings in check thing, just so they wouldn't know what was brewing inside. <laughs> what? It's literally going to go into crawling by Linkin Park, isn't it? <laughs> That's where we're going. Do you know how hard it is to emotionally repress yourself? <laughs> Look, toxic masculinity hasn't been discovered yet, all right? So I can't talk about how I'm sad. Oh, that's so true. I know. This is like 15 years later, it'd be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been do, 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 do. guys. I don't feel great. Can we have a chat? <laughs> I got to take a mental health day. You really think that raising me will constitute as you releasing your feelings? You're an empty shell, just like you were before. I'm not. Chip yelled. <laughs> I'm not a shell! <laughs> yeah, you are. You are a shell. You're a big shell. You're a big stupid shell face. With your big stupid shell on your back, except it's also all of you, because you're a shell. Shelly. Michelle is what I should call you. I bet if you put chip to your ear, you can hear the ocean. <laughs> Go back to the sea, Michelle. <laughs> Shut up, Moby Dick. No, Michelle! <laughs> no, that's right. You've felt the power surge you get when you take a life, haven't you? Chip didn't reply. Just continued to pace. Chip, ninja and protector of the universe has killed and taken human life. Granted, you didn't enjoy it, but you felt the hate inside yourself as you did it. So I guess that means you are right. How much are you regretting this voice right now? High <laughs> <No>, five. <laughs> Only 16 pages to yeah, go. It's, it's fine, fine. It's fine. He's very insightful, the one, isn't he? He is a bit. Yeah. It's almost like he's more intelligent than Chip. <laughs> more, literally more in touch with his feelings. And yeah. He's like, yeah more... well, he's had a lot of time to think when he was in hell. True, true. Yeah. Probably got a really good counselling service <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> it's like, you know, I thought about it a lot and I fucking love killing people. <laughs> fucking amazing. Jesus, if I'd known you were going to babble on for this long, I would have just hired a hitman or something. Again, Chip's plan just kind of <laughs> not really existing, is it, you know? <laughs> but would a hired servant end your worthless life as well as your friends? Just shut up! Chip exploded in a fit or rage. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's suddenly it's like sudden onset epilepsy. <laughs> was he having a fit or was it rage? The one not having a medical degree was unsure. <laughs> Are you okay, man? The voice came from the warehouse doorway. Standing there were two vampires, both of whom Chip recognised. I used whom? <laughs> I'm sorry, that was just kind of surprising. <laughs> it was probably a typo. <laughs> they had been in the vampire cult that he had used as his army a few months ago. He didn't answer, just went with his pacing up and down. Whoa! <laughs> the other vamp said. Who the hell is that guy? <laughs> he pointed to the one. Come and have a closer look. Chip said as he pulled a steak out of a drawer. <laughs> the steak drawer. <laughs> Where do you keep your steaks? Oh, just in my handy steak drawer. <laughs> get that from Wilkinson's. <laughs> the vampires walked in closer to get a better look at the demon. And then Chip attacked. He threw himself at the vamps, knocking them both to the ground. What are you doing, Chip? The first vampire asked. Just letting off a little steam, I guess. Chip replied. As, uh... Balanced and rational as he always is. <laughs> At least it's not an old lady <laughs> or some scouts <laughs> or something, you know. Does he headbutt them? <laughs> the vampires got back up and launched their own attack. Chip dodged the first attack, blocked a punch from the other vampire and kicked him away. Chip turned his attentions to the other vamp. All the while, the one still mocked. That will not ease your life, human. Killing the evil will not make you better. This just made Chip fight harder. He had seen numerous occasions to drive the wooden stake into both vampires' hearts, but he held back, making the fight last longer. Still, the one pushed. Maybe you could ask them to kill your friends. However, they wouldn't be up to the task. Just like you. You think you are strong because you have mastered the ways of the ninja. <gasps> Sometimes the one gets asthmatic. <laughs> You think you are strong because you have mastered the ways of the ninja, but you are weak. An average human who cannot face up to what they really are. You're doing a great job. I just want to let you know, okay? Thanks, man. <laughs> Chip had had enough. He rammed the stake into the first vampire, hitting the heart first time. The other vamp tried to make a run for it, heading for the big warehouse doors. Chip continued with his pursuit and caught up with the vamp just before he got away. The ninja didn't waste any time driving the stake into the creature's heart. He called back to the one. I'm going out. Back soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just the delivery he was going for as well. As Chip was about to leave, a third vampire attacked. He had been hiding outside. Chip grabbed him by the scruff of the neck and threw him high into the air. Without even looking, Chip threw the stake and it flew into the still airbound vampire's heart, turning him to dust. So cool. So cool. Imagine like he like flicks up the collar of his leather jacket, <laughs> puts on his shades and walks away in slow motion. Before the remains of the vampire had hit the floor, Chip was gone. The one watched the last few particles float to the floor and smiled as the last few specks of dust floated into the Binding circle, breaking its spell. The one stepped out of the circle, ready to do some damage. So that's it, like a few dust particles have to go into the circle and then it breaks it? I guess. Like, uh, mm. Yes, MC, that is yes. exactly what it is. Those yeah. are the rules of magic. <laughs> Any, anything that sort of interferes with the binding circle anything of at lust. All. A stiff breeze, even. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Chip's kind of fucked himself here. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Just for a change. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like he doesn't have a plan. <laughs> I like how like the early part, like the first like half of the season was, oh, is Chip evil? Ha 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 ha. And now it's, oh, does Chip have a plan? Ha 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 ha. No, <laughs> no, he doesn't. And in a move that I think MC would be pleased about, we are moving back to the mansion, which means he won't have to do the one's voice for some time. <laughs> a cold shiver went down his spine. It caused him to wake up with a startle. He was confused. That confusion quickly drifted away as MC realised he was at home with his friends. After regaining his bearings, the searing pain set in. I don't get it. MC said, wincing. How's ninja focus supposed to heal quickly? <laughs> ninja healing? Yeah. <Yay. laughs> 
Tifa wrapped her arms around him, squeezing what little air he had out of his body. Is he dead? <laughs> she just literally like choked him out, <laughs> MMA style. I call this a neck hug. <laughs> None of my previous boyfriends liked it and stopped seeing me afterwards and after their funerals. They don't understand. I squeeze you until you fall asleep. <laughs> You're awake. She cried. Yes, the amount of pain I'm in would suggest so. How are you doing, man? Jay asked. Okay, does anyone get that my whole body feels like a speed bump? Yeah, we do. Louise said as she limped in from behind the computer screen. We're just glad you're awake. Oh, there's no actual new quotation marks there, so, um, yep. (laughs) MC smiled momentarily, but that quickly faded away as everyone hugged him and the unbearable pain came back. (laughs) He doesn't like being hugged. There's nothing to do with his injuries. It's just like, oh, physical affection. It's that toxic masculinity again. (laughs) Don't get to chip. Where's the demon I could raise? I like to think that they know that they're hurting him when they hug him, but because of all the time MC's been a shithead to them, they're just like, yeah, take this, you bastard. This is, this is payback. He groaned and pushed his friends away. So how about some drugs then? Will aspirin be okay? Tifa asked. MC nodded, and his girlfriend trotted off to the bathroom to get the tablets. Wow, Louise said. I've never seen you needing pills before. Because it's too macho to admit to feeling pain. (laughs) The MC remembered what had happened to him. The one threw him out of a warehouse window. Sorry, is is MC feeling kind of uh, inadequate because the one is called the one? So now he's... (laughs) Wasn't there a thing before when he was called the MC? I think there was, yeah. yeah. So he's bringing that back now. Clearly this was some of your feedback that you gave me. I was like, no, Chip, when next time you write me, I want you to write me as the MC, okay, please? There's only one. (laughs) Not the one either. Yeah. The one threw him out of a warehouse window. By rights, he shouldn't be alive but his supernatural body had provided enough protection to cushion the blow slightly. They got blown through a wall by an explosion (laughs) earlier. That was fine. They had like a bloody nose, a little burn. But being thrown out of a window, that would be fatal for (laughs) anyone except a ninja. Wasn't he like quite high up though? Wasn't he like thrown out of a top window? Oh, I guess like a roof. Yeah, 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 like a roof window and then like landed somewhere. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, you know, Chip's jumped off a building, his knees have been fine and stuff like that. But, you know. Where does it hurt? Jay wanted to know. Everywhere. But I can't let that stop me. There's an evil demon on the streets on Tokyo, and it's up to me to stop it. He's such a man. (laughs) Pain everywhere, but (laughs) there. Everywhere. I mean, nowhere. Uh, I mean, it stings a bit, I guess. (laughs) Get me a Foster's and I'll be right as rain. (laughs) MC pushed himself to his feet and tried to walk. It was no good. Immediately, his legs gave way and he hit the non-carpeted floor of the mansion. Jay helped him back onto the settee. MC felt a little useless if a small-bodied person like Jay was helping up a supposedly fantastic ninja person, then how could that fantastic ninja person stop a hell-spawn beast from destroying the world? That was an interesting sentence. <laughs> MC quickly realised that he had too many thoughts for a man that had just taken a beating. On MC's business cards it says, The MC, fantastic ninja person. <laughs> Supposedly fantastic ninja person. He doesn't include that. He crossed it out. <laughs> it was printed, but he crossed it out. Just give me a few seconds and then I'll be ready. Don't kid yourself, Louise said. MC had always liked Louise's honesty, but that last statement was just a little too honest for MC's liking. I think what he means is he likes when Louise insults Jay. <laughs> doesn't like it when she insults him. He likes it when Louise is the one who's disabled. <laughs> <laughs> What? He quizzed. You've just been decimated, and you want to go out and face the very same thing that did this to you in the first place? It's madness. Well, who else is going to save the world? Jay asked in an argumentative tone. You? Let's see, Jay. Um, no, not me. How about you? I mean, you had a go at being a ninja, but oops, you failed miserably. (laughs) Jay and Louise have been at it for a little bit now, haven't they? Yeah, I think... The potential owner of the world is getting them to them mm. a little bit. MC, knowing they were going to be at it for a good while, decided to try his feet again. Luckily, he was able to stand and walk away from World War Three. As he entered the lobby, Tifa came down the last few steps with the box of tablets. Thanks. MC said as the detective handed them to him. That's okay. 
What's going on in there? Tifa gestured to the living room. Oh, it's those two having a discussion. Seems pretty bad. Tifa looked at MC. But you don't seem that worried. It's not unusual for Louise and Jay to fight. But as much as this? What do you mean? Tifa went on to explain how Louise and Jay had been arguing all day, including when MC was out. See, we were right, they have been arguing. Yeah, yeah. also I'm glad I didn't have to do all of that in Tifa's voice. <laughs> Though it's a lot easier than the one, to be fair. Mm, funny that. Now is really not the time for this. MC said, thinking of how selfish it was of Louise and Jay arguing when the apocalypse was happening. So, what are we going to do? Wait for this motorcycle to go past. <laughs> hey, do you know, see how loud my motorcycle engine can rev? That means I'm cool. Everyone can know how big my dick is. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> we really do need a recording studio. <laughs> so what are we going to do? MC thought for a moment. Where's Shinna Khan? <gasps> yes! <clears throat> awesome. The bell rang on the door of the antique shop. Dominic looked up from the counter <gasps> to greet the possible costumer. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so his clients are in cosplay now. <laughs> I kind of see him now as, um, oh, what's her face from The Incredibles? You know, no capes! Oh, yeah. <laughs> but instead, the dealer, who also specialised in supernatural goods, was horrified to see the man who had walked into his shop was the ninja who had taken the book of improbers from him. <sighs> Little callback to earlier in the season when uh, Chip and Scoot beat Good the reference. hell out of Dominic, mm-hmm. the antique shop owner. Also, I like how it says, but instead, the dealer sort of implying that he's a drug dealer. <laughs> he runs an antique shop, he sells supernatural goods, and also crack. No, no, he's an antiques dealer. Don't libel Dominic. <laughs> Dominic reached for the dagger he kept under the counter. Or maybe he is a crack dealer. <laughs> However, by the time Dominic was ready, Chip was standing beside him. The shop owner swung the dagger low, aiming for Chip's stomach. Chip arched his back, sending the dagger whistling past his body. Oh, in my head, he was arching it back for some reason, as if, like, pushing his gut closer to the blade. I see what you mean, but yeah, arching the yeah, other like, way. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, okay. Then Chip kneed Dominic in the stomach. He doubled over, dropping the weapon. Now, Chip said, let's talk business. He's having a lot of business meetings at the moment, Chip, isn't he? He's a, <laughs> you know, he's a young up-and-comer in the business world, got such a good prospect. Yeah. <laughs> I... I hope the business deal is a bit better than the last one. (laughs) I have nothing to say to you, Dominic replied. Chip looked at his hands. They were still bandaged from the time he and Scott had taken the book. God, that was... That was ages ago. It was like three months ago, but in... Why why were they bandaged? Was it... Oh, because he got stabbed or something in them? Did he punch the wall a bunch? (laughs) But he's got ninja healing, so... Yeah. He didn't have any aspirin. Oh, there we go. That'll yeah, be it. That'll took be a it. while longer. <laughs> yeah. I need something. He continued. You need help. Once again, Chip struck a blow. This time, uppercutting Dominic square on the jaw. Every episode, Chip just beats someone up. It's like a weekly occurrence at this point. <laughs> no headbutting. <laughs> also, it's not an old lady. No, it's true. It's That's a drug true. dealer. <laughs> the punch was heavy and almost caused Dominic to be knocked out. He stayed conscious. Just. I'm sorry, Chip said, but I really need something. To Dominic's surprise, Chip was now helping him off the floor and to his feet. I need a weapon. Dominic could see Chip's fragile state. The man was on the edge. (laughs) He had to play it cool. A couple of subtle signs (laughs) here and there. It's almost as if Dominic listens every week and is aware of Chip's fragile state through the podcast. (laughs) Let me guess. You want to kill the one. No, I don't want to kill it. I want to control it. How did you know that? I've seen the news reports. They say something escaped from the local zoo. But we know different, don't we? Chip didn't reply. So Dominic continued. There is no way to control the one. Chip didn't give the shop owner a chance to finish. He edged closer so they were only two feet apart and said, You better hope there is, because otherwise this is a waste of my time, and I need all the time I can get. 
Let me finish. There is no way to control the one, but there are two possible ways to kill it. <laughs> oh good, another chip insult. Like I said, David Dickinson, <laughs> I don't want to kill it. I still need it to do something for me. <laughs> uh, are people still going to know who David Dickinson is? I, I mean, it's an eternal part of pop culture, the, <laughs> the world around, surely. It could have been Lovejoy that would have been <laughs> about as clever. For our international listeners, yeah. David Dickinson used to host an antiques show in 17 years ago, yeah. around about that time. Yeah. He was famous for being orange. Yeah, and yeah. he said cheapest chips a lot. Huh, he did have a catchphrase. He did. Yeah. Huh. Do you know what else the news said? Dominic asked. Chip shook his head. It said that people are scared and that they are dying because of this. Is that what you needed it for? Chip picked up the dagger from the floor and slammed it through Dominic's left hand. Of course not! He yelled. Dominic tried to keep his cries of pain inside. Chip pulled out the dagger and held it close to Dominic's throat. Now tell me a way to control it. There is no way, but... Dominic stopped Chip as he was about to slice his neck open. If you don't want to kill it, then there might be a way to slow it down at least. Dominic's turned into a bit of a robot, I've just noticed with this voice. It's not, it's not going the way I first intended. Chip hurled the dagger across the shop piercing one of the books on the shelf. Tell me, he well, commanded. Well, first of all, you need to get that book. <laughs> I'll wait. Uh, I'm glad Dominic's back, though. I knew he yeah, came back as a yeah, recurring yeah, character, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I guess this is kind of the start of that. I hope, Yeah, I hope he's in more. Yeah, and I hope I can get the voice right in future, because that just went wrong. <laughs> we'll get a lot of practice. We're talented voice actors. Yes, experienced voice actors now. Technically, yes. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, there's no way to control it. Chip doesn't want to kill it, but there's a way of slowing it down? Is this so they can sort of procrastinate on actually doing something about it for another five episodes? I guess, but I mean, we've only got a couple of episodes left. Yeah, like, that's true. This is the penu- Technically, this is the penultimate episode of season two. Maybe Dom is... This is a way to weaken it so other people can kill it. Ooh, maybe he's going to trick Chip into killing yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, he is a smart one, Dominic. Yeah, I like this. It's, it's all that wheelie dealing. <laughs> crack. Selling, yeah. I was going to say, like, selling leather antique armchairs, but yeah, the crack. Because that's in this sewn into the leather oh, armchair. That's how he moves it around. Nice. Yeah. Fire was a lot like poetry. <laughs> Hang on. What? <laughs> It danced in the cold Tokyo night air and burnt everything in its path. <laughs> what kind of poems have you been writing? <laughs> One's about fire. <laughs> the one had seen lots of fire whilst in hell, yet it never tired of watching it consume life. The demon wondered how long it would take for a great big building to burn completely to the ground. It had time to watch. Its destruction of the world would not be instant. It would be a slow, drawn-out process with death and mayhem along the way. Just the way the one liked it. Just the way the, uh, uh, the one liked it. <laughs> it carried a Japanese businessman towards one of the brand spanking new double glazing jobs in the high-class <laughs> office. <laughs> These windows were built for strength. Suicide-proof. Double glazing had only just been invented when this was written. <laughs> it was basically the equivalent of AI now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> What if you had like two window panes? <laughs> and no one could kill themselves then. So these are windows that don't open as well then? Or maybe they are, it's like those hotels, they only open a little bit. Oh, yeah. So you yeah. have to mm-hmm. can't really squeeze your way through. <laughs> Any depressed stockbrokers would have a hard time jumping out of one of those. (laughs) The one launched the screaming man and he went flying from the 8th floor all the way to the ground. If he was an injury, he'd be fine. (laughs) The one leaned out of the now shattered window and smirked at its carnage. Okay, so the whole thing about the double glazing was just a way of showing off how strong the one is. Basically. He broke double glazing windows. But again, because it was so new at the time, it's like, <laughs> amazing. I didn't know. I didn't even know you could break them. I thought they were like adamantium, you know? 
Dozens of other people who worked in that office ran for their lives, trying to avoid the huge beast who was making its way through the different floors, killing at random. The one ponder dismantling every single brick in every single building throughout the known world. I'll kill you in a minute. I just got to (laughs) take apart the shed. It made the demon smirk and want to kill more. I feel like there's too many, I mean, too many bricks, but also too many people for the one to really be... Effective. He's just very confident in his ability, MC. He's like, yeah. I'll just take my time. He's savouring the moment. You know, he's, he's all powerful. Nothing's going to stop him or slow him down. It turned its attention to a young secretary cowering in the corner. Fear. The one thought. My favourite smell. Look <laughs> at the Febreze scent of fear. <laughs> the girl screamed as the one outstretched its massive hands towards her. She closed her eyes not wanting to witness her death. A few seconds later, there was a loud crash. The secretary opened her arms. Oh, oh, because you put them across her face, okay. That was confusing for a minute. The secretary opened her arms and was relieved to see a hole in the side of the office wall where the one had jumped out. Also, I think it meant opened her eyes, not arms. That would make more sense. Oh, yeah. I was trying to make that work, and... I see. I see where you're going from. Yeah, I thought she was like, and this is really good for a podcast, but like covering her, her face with yeah. her arms. Yeah. yeah, maybe she was as well. Maybe you were right all along. Like she opened her <laughs> arms, but she still can't see. Like her eyes are closed. When we completely finish with this podcast mm. and we've gone through all the tomorrow games and episodes, yeah. then it will prove that I was right all along. <laughs> <laughs> the demon hit the floor hard, crushing a car and its two passengers beneath it. The one didn't care at this particular time. It had somewhere to be. Carnage could wait. The calling had come quickly. And the hell beast had somewhere to be. I said that twice. Yes. Somewhere to be. Somewhere to be. It's because the one has somewhere to be, MC. And I want to emphasise that by saying it twice. Where's he going? The calling. The calling. The calling? Like the bands from the uh, early 2000s? (laughs) Oh, that's my favourite band. Sweet, guys. Oh, I don't know if I can get tickets, though. Well, maybe there's a scalper outside. I'll just destroy some bricks on the way in. I can get squeezed. There's a gap. Six pounds for a beer. This is bullshit. You wouldn't get this in hell. The feeling of helplessness was probably one of the worst things anyone could feel. MC thought as he sat in the living room of the mansion, cradling Tifa. Hours had passed since he'd woken, and yet they were still nowhere nearer finding a way to kill the one and prevent the destruction of the world. Louise and Jay had finished arguing for the time being and were staying out of each other's way. Louise felt like her head was going to explode. She had been sitting at the computer screen for ages now, and it was beginning to take its toll. She had looked at every single website the search engine had suggested and had phrased it every way she could think of, but still... They were only mild references to the one. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I'm mm. Googling stuff, I rarely get past the first page. <laughs> and if like, if my, it doesn't answer on the first page, there's no way it's going to be on page 472. I guess if the world is ending, you'd, you'd like it more. And this is old school internet when there were like 100 pages on the yeah, entire Yeah, true. Internet. That's very true. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it is there, but it's like behind one of those paywall things. Like, <laughs> I'm not paying for that. Oh, you have to sign up. Yeah, oh, sign up for an account. This is bullshit. Accept cookies. Fuck off. <laughs> MC, she said wearily. Why don't you come and have a go at this? You are better at this thing than me. Computer genius. Yes. At last. MC thought. Something to do. I hate sitting here cradling the woman I love. <laughs> this beautiful Japanese woman. <laughs> Steve for Japanese. I mean, she... Oh, I don't know. Fair. I don't <laughs> think she knows. No. <laughs> <laughs> what, what nationality are you, Tifa? Martian? Woman? <laughs> Strawberry. <laughs> Louise handed over control of the keyboard to the ninja and walked around for a while. She had been sitting for so long in her wheelchair and had wanted nothing more than to stand. She felt like that at the moment. Tiva patted the settee as a gesture for Louise to sit down, but she declined. Then the entrance of Jay to the living room made her want to sit down. 
what, in anger? Or like, I'm going to sit angrily. Maybe she's just still exhausted from her argument. Yes, that's very true. What can I do? The Slipknot loving former millionaire asked MC. There are his two characteristics, <laughs> his two defining features. I don't know, Jay. Just sit tight for now and we'll think of something. MC said, hopefully. Jay sat on the floor on the opposite side of the room from Louise. This is pointless. MC thought as he looked down at the notes Louise had made. She had listed every single way she could have phrased the one and Armageddon, and yet nothing had come up. MC knew Louise had been thorough in her search. Maybe it's time for one of those morale boosting... No, sorry. Maybe it's time for one of those morale boasting speeches. <laughs> hey guys, the MC is here. Spectacular ninja. It's cool, I got it. You losers can stay here. I'll have another aspirin and then I'll go kill the one by myself. No big deal. Maybe it's time for one of those morale boosting speeches. He pondered. But what would I say? Hey guys, I know we've no chance in hell of saving the world and preventing the apocalypse, but let's still go out with a bang. In my head, like, if this was actually a TV show, you'd see MC sat at the keyboard, yeah. like, head in hand, and you'd hear his thoughts. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was no good. For the first time in MC's life, he was really down and out. I guess that time his fiance got eaten by zombies wasn't that bad then? Eh. <laughs> <Yeah>. Carol. <laughs> then, to slightly boost his confidence... Shin Khan appeared in the room. Yay! Drink. Also, again, said boast rather boast. than boost. So, <laughs> Shin Khan appears as his hype man for the morale boasting speech. So, he's like, hey, guys, don't worry, the MC. Yes, that's right, the MC's here. Don't sweat it, guys, he's amazing. I trained him, I should know. Does that make Shin Khan the flavour flavour of the gang? <laughs> Just imagine him with a kimono with a big clock. <laughs> <laughs> that makes MC Chuck D. I'm happy with that. Then, to slightly boast his confidence, Shin Khan appeared in the room and we drank, right? We drank yeah, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. MC stood up, hoping and praying his ninja master would have some good news. I have no idea how to deliver my findings. Shin Khan sounded very sincere. Was that sincere enough? Can you do that one more sincere? I'm, I'm having trouble remembering the difference between <laughs> Shin Khan and the one now. <clears throat> I have, I have, I have no idea. How to deliver my findings. Shin Khan sounded very sincere. Wasn't and sincere. wasn't the one. <laughs> Just tell us. Tifa said. Everyone was standing now, preparing themselves for whatever Shin Khan was about to say. Finally, he spoke. I have spoken with the elders, and they will reveal nothing. Oh, fucking elders, they I don't do anything. Fucking useless. Do you think they just don't know anything, and they don't <laughs> want to admit it? They're just two blo- blokes down the pub. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, fuck, that ghost is back again. Oh, uh, yeah, mate, uh, uh, well, we can't tell you, because the mystical yeah. leaves of fate, isn't Yeah, it? but I mean, we, we think Liverpool are going to win on Saturday, <laughs> so... <laughs> I have spoken with the elders, and they will reveal nothing. They refuse to talk about what weapons might kill it, what spells might contain it, or what we can do to save the world. Why? 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 Because mysterious. Guys, seriously. (laughs) So what you're saying is, it's hopeless. Jay said. Oh, well done, Sherlock. Louise said sarcastically. A a dog could have figured that out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Louise being absolutely savage there. Oh, well done, Sherlock, Louise said sarcastically. A dog could have figured that out. Jay, annoyed at everything Louise had said to him that day, replied by sending a list of obscenities in her direction. Had he written it earlier? Or all like... shit. <laughs> Just tears off a bit of paper. <laughs> Shh, there you go. <laughs> Tifa felt her body go numb and she sank back down onto the sofa. Shino Khan remained standing in the middle of the room. He didn't know what to say. He felt like he had let his pupils down. All of them. Well, yeah, 75% of them went evil, so (laughs) no fucking shit. That's it! MC cried out at the top of his lungs. Everyone paid attention. Lou, Jay, for the love of God, shut up. I don't know what is going on with you two at the moment, but bury it. There are more important things going on. Tifa, stand up. You're a cop. It's your job to protect the p- pubic. 
<laughs> to protect and serve the pubic. MZ like unzips his trousers and just shows a bit of his bush. <laughs> Oh, there's a lot of manscaping going on and it's time to end it this big like rousing speech MC's about to get into is just ruined by that misspelling <laughs> oh, there are more important things going on Tifa stand up you're a cop and it's your job to protect the pubic if you give up then what will they do what will the pubics do <laughs> what are they just going to get shaved all the time they're not going to get anywhere we need the pubics <laughs> Brilliant. That was the best typo. Uh. <laughs> oh. Louise and Jay slipped away from each other, and Tifa did indeed stand. MC then turned his attention to Shin Khan. And as for you, I know you've done your absolute best to get the information we need, but don't you dare feel like you've failed any of us. No. You've been through worse and survived. Now is the time I and the world really need you. Oh, that was really moving. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. Oh, if only I hadn't written pubic instead of public, that would have been a really sort of motivational movement. No, I think it was perfect, as it is. <laughs> I am here. Shinno Khan insisted. Good. MC replied. Now, I want to talk to these elders. <gasps> He's going to have words with Terry and Mick down the pub. What are you doing, you twats? <laughs> Just fucking tell us what to do. Do you want the end of world to end? Look, put the, down that copy of the Sun newspaper <laughs> and just tell us. Is it because of the pubic? <laughs> Shinno Khan looked shocked. Like what MC had just said was in a foreign language or something. You cannot. It is forbidden. He said. For some reason. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, hey guys, can I bring my mate to meet you? I'm like, nah, uh, nah, mate, uh, nah, uh, rules of the pub. Yeah, uh, this snooker club is members only, yeah. you know that. <laughs> you cannot. It is forbidden. He said. MC moved closer to his master to let him know just how serious he was. Do you think it really matters right now? The world will end if the one is allowed to continue. And you think the elders are holding something back? Then I want to know what it is. Yeah, damn straight. Yeah. Shinno Khan thought for a moment. Louise, Jay and Tifa all watched. MC's eyes were like fire. Poetry? (laughs) Shinno Khan had never seen him so serious and determined. This made the decision a little easier. There is a way I can do that. He said. But it is dangerous. There is no guarantee that you or me will come back from it. MC... Tifa pleaded. If you don't come back, then the world will end. MC looked at his girlfriend, his eyes softening. I can't make any promises, but I do want you to know that I love you. Tifa struggled to hold back her tears. Next, MC addressed Louise and Jay. If things do go wrong, then you two are the last form of defence for the world. I know you won't let me down. So there's literally no army or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. It's literally just a chick who's been in a wheelchair until about two weeks ago and a guy with a baseball bat who did like half an hour of martial arts training. The one's just going around smashing bricks and everyone's like, should we call the army? No, because Tifa's the only one in the police force, right? <laughs> you can count us. <laughs> one, two. She wouldn't say that to Tifa though. <laughs> you, can, you can count us. Louise insisted. <laughs> Damn straight. Jay added. Right then. MC said to Shinno Khan. Let's do it. Shinno Khan stepped forward and allowed his ghost-like form to step into MC's body. They both flickered as Shinno Khan's form took MC's and then they were gone. Ooh. Ooh, I like this. Finally, we might get to see the elders and I think MC's going to go crack some skulls, I think. Yeah. Like, Come on, you fuck, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Yeah, why are you being such an ass? I'm looking forward to that. That was good. That was, that apart was... from the typo, which, you know, depending <laughs> on your opinion, either improved or made it worse. That was, a, that was, a, that was, I'm, I'm pumped now. Hell yeah. MC hit the floor hard. From the distance he had fallen from, it looked like his landing would have been a pleasant one because of the cloud below. However, that cloud had felt like stone when he hit it. Then the fallen Shinno Khan landed on top of him. Jesus, you've got a bony ass. MC said... Sounds like a chip line. (laughs) (laughs) Then he realised two things. One, they were no longer on Earth. And two, (gasps) Shinno Khan 
was whole here. <gasps> so are they in like an afterlife or something? Oh, or does like that mean some, MC's dead? Or they're in some sort of like purgatory sort Ooh, of place? Or mysterious. Hmm. Or this pub is just very misty. <laughs> Shopping. A thing Chip never understood. So I, I get the thing and I give them money? <laughs> no, 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 tell me again, tell me again. Look, he's a man on the edge who just doesn't understand, okay? Why can't they just barter for things? <laughs> this is why he went evil. I didn't as to want my money. How people could enjoy spending money they didn't have on things they didn't really need was a huge mystery to him. He guessed it was just one of those things he didn't understand. Capitalism, man. <laughs> it's like a moany little shit at 15. I think you'd probably just seen Fight Club for the first time. <laughs> like the fact a mystical hotspot could be in a shopping mall. Okay, what is a mystical hotspot? Uh, is it like a binding circle? <laughs> as sexy as that? It's like the G-spot. <laughs> I mean, they are pretty mystical. Definitely a myth. Yeah. Normally, the ten-floored building would have been crawling with shoppers, but instead now it was full of dead bodies, courtesy of the one. How many bricks? <laughs> Chip sat in the sports goods shop on the ninth floor, waiting for the one to join him. He could feel the hell beast on the seventh floor at that moment, and it was murdering innocent people again. Why change the winning formula? <laughs> So was it uh, obviously Chip that was calling the one then to I guess, come to him with the magic thing that Dom had? Uh, yeah, Chip didn't like being connected to the beast, but seeing as he was the person who had raised it, he knew it was one of the burdens he had to bear. Boo hoo, poor Chip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just not, I mean, has this been touched upon before? Or is this just another wrinkle I'm adding? Oh yeah, they're connected because he raised him. So maybe you it'll know. be some magic spell that he did. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he uttered some Latin and yeah, here we are. Oh, that'd be it. Yeah, yeah. The way Dominic had told it, everything in life was connected through psychic energy. So the Force then. <laughs> yes. Yay, we're ripping off Star Wars. Yay. <laughs> Humans, vampires, zombies, even hell demons were all connected in one way or another once they were on this plane. Some have a bigger connection than others, i.e. twins or vampires who sire another vampire. Or us. Yes, or us, yeah. <laughs> Ours is sexually connected, though. They have a sort of telepathic connection that would come into play every now and then when one of the two could sense the other coming, etc. <laughs> I like how you, the first time ever you used IE and etc. <laughs> yeah, just here's a vague description. You get it, right? I don't need to explain this more. But when the two who have a connection are in one of the psychic hotspots of the world, then that connection is ten times more powerful. Okay. Chip, who raised the one from the depths of hell, naturally would have a connection to the demon, seen as he was the person who brought it here. Naturally, MC. It's just nature. Of course, natural. that's yep. how it works. So being in the shopping mall, Chip was able to draw the one towards him because of the psychic hotspot that's so, there. But the calling thing, I don't understand why... The what? Yeah, okay, this makes perfect sense. Yeah, sure. You know, like when your signal's bad on your phone, so you yeah. go to a window and you're like, oh, it's a bit better over oh, here. Okay. It's, it's like that. Right, that mm. makes sense. <laughs> the ninth floor had fallen silent now. Everyone who was going about their business on the floor had either escaped via the fire exits or gone down the stairs and been devoured by the one. Chip drank from his bottle of water and sat it back down on the floor. As he did, he noticed the water inside started to ripple. The ripples got larger and larger until eventually Chip could feel the vibrations himself. Also ripping off Jurassic Park. <laughs> na, 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 <laughs> na. <laughs> the one was coming and he was ready this time. He picked up a baseball bat from the shelf and waited. Don't worry, I've got a plan. I'm going to hit it with a bat. Also, I would pay a lot of money to see the one fight a T-Rex. <gasps> Oh yeah, and but then they they work all out all their differences and go on a date, and then they I'd bang. pay a lot to see that. <laughs> Someone please draw that for us. A few moments later, and the blue demon smashed down the doors on the sports shop. Chip wasted no time, meeting it straight away, bat in hand. He put all of his ninja strength into each blow. Yet the one just stood there smiling. 
Wait, so how, uh, so they've got this psychic connection. So does that mean Chip knows that the one escapes the binding circle then? Like That's a really good point. Or is that just a plot point that I'm going to ignore or forgot about? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. After about the eighth hit, the one decided to hit back. It swung with a punch, but Chip was able to duck away from it. As the one swung again, this time with the other hand, Chip leaned back, sending the punch well wide of its intended target. Chip flipped backwards, kicking out with his legs as he did, so catching the demon on the chin. This caused the one to take a step back. Here come some more classic Chip lines. I think we'll need a jingle for all of these lines. <laughs> come on, Rocky. If that's all you've got, you better throw in the towel. At least throwing in the towel is like a boxing-related thing. And da, 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 da. Like there's... Why is he Rocky, though? Because the one was punching. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Chip mocked, twirling the bat at incredible speed in his hands. You have some skill, the one said. But it will not be able to save you. I know, Chip replied, throwing the bat to the ground. The one smiled. Don't tell me. You finally realise you don't belong in this world, and you're ready to give your place up in it. Come on. We're in a psychic hotspot, and yet you still can't read my mind. The one was confused. Chip had been incredibly hard to read ever since it had arrived in this world, but now his mind was a complete blur. The one wasn't even sure Chip knew what he wanted. Yes! Yes, pretty much. That's pretty much been season two of this. (laughs) Have you got a surprise for me then? It asked. Just a bit. Then suddenly, Chip shot purple lightning bolts (laughs) into the one's chest. He multiclassed into wizard. (laughs) It yelled out. Chip had burnt its blue body and had actually caused it some pain. It growled. <laughs> and charged <laughs> forwards. <laughs> yeah, why not? It's hurt. It makes sense. Yeah, it's in yeah, pain. Yeah. Chip shot out the bolt again, sending the one backwards through the glass window of the shop. But was it double glazed? <laughs> Chip continued to follow. This time he said a Latin phrase. <gasps> And a red strobe light wrapped itself around the one's chest, pinning its arms to its body. Chip knocked the beast down with a flying kick. He quickly stood on its belly and said, You will be mine. Again, he started to chant, and a huge face appeared behind him. Samiris, Chip said, I implore you to put this creature under my beckoning, making it a slave to my will. That's not Latin. That's not magic. <laughs> Man, Latin phrases are really OP, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot going on here that we're going to have to get into, but let's just yeah. let's, we'll okay, get to the okay, end okay. of the uh, this this bit. Before Chip could say any more, the one sucked in the air around it and swallowed the enormous head. Right. The red light snapped, allowing the one use of its arms. It took full advantage by punching Chip thirty feet across the floor. Stupid human. The evilest wickers. <laughs> what's a wicker? What's, what's an evilest wicker? Like a basket? We're <laughs> <laughs> trying to tie them up by little wicker baskets. <laughs> I'll weave you. Stupid human. The evilest wickers in all of hell can distribute a spell. Distri- distribute a spell effective enough to control me. What make you think you could do it? I surpass free will and control. I am more than anything you have ever known. You cannot even comprehend whether you are fighting for good or evil. Congratulations on getting through that That one done. Sentence. A confusing sentence. (laughs) (laughs) The one step forward, preparing to kill the only person on this planet that was still a danger to him. Right. Chip stood up. He would not go out without a fight. Good. Evil. I'm a ninja. That's all you need to know. Oh, someone's been watching <laughs> Evil Dead. He's, he's quipping again. <laughs> so, that, <sighs> was, that was the thing. We need to break down this, this, this paragraph. Chip has magical powers now. Uh-huh. Samiris yeah. was a floating head. Yeah. That he was going to use to control the one. But the one sort of 
just breathed in and sucked it yeah and then swallowed it with his big beach ball head <laughs> okay my theory right yeah is you know dominic said there may be a way to slow it down yeah so maybe he knew of this samiris which was a way of like uh sure. binding you know we'd love a binding uh creatures and controlling them sure. and he told he taught that to chip as well as some magic yeah that makes sense uh and that's how chip was able to fight back against the one it's really easy to learn magic Mm, yes. In fact, why bother being a ninja? <laughs> just learn some Latin yeah. and just, you'll be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't worked though, because even the evilest wickers in hell couldn't control the one. <laughs> and they are pretty evilest. <laughs> so, basically, all of that was bollocks. Yeah. Uh, but one little tidbit which was interesting mm. Chip is a danger to the one. Yes. The one person here who's danger to the one. Yes, somehow. Interesting. Because mm. they have a connection, so maybe oh, that's yeah, going to be a thing. That could be yeah. it. Remember that, audience. Remember that. MC had never done heavy drugs, but he guessed tripping out was a lot like this. Hey, kids, I'm going to go trip <laughs> out. This is your brain. This is your brain on a cloud. <laughs> he and Shino Khan were surrounded by white fluffy clouds in a small brown room. It is a pub, isn't it? <laughs> the room's walls seemed to have bomb damage, and there were no visible ways out. It's a really rough pub. And the white fluffy clouds are just like clouds of cigarette smoke. <laughs> this episode's... pre-smoking band, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode is fucking mental, isn't it? It is, it really is. Yeah. Where are we? MC asked. The realm of the elders. Shinnokan replied, brushing dust off his clothes. MC gave him a funny look and said, Why are you... He thought for a second, trying to think of the correct word. Solid. <laughs> it didn't sound right. But it was too late for regrets. Gotta be working out, bro. <laughs> Feel my germs. Because in this dimension, I am not dead. Ooh. Ooh, another dimension. Yeah. I'll take your brain to another dimension. I was thinking that, yeah. but I couldn't remember the lyric. Thank you. <laughs> Hang on. We're in another dimension? I thought this was just some kind of plane between our world and the next. Was that different to a dimension? Yes. Yeah, obviously. What idiot doesn't know that? (laughs) Do not be blind, MC. The world you exist in is not the only, nor the most important. Well built in, MC. Well built in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shinno Khan walked off into the mist. MC quickly followed. What do you mean by that? He asked. Evil comes in many forms and in all sorts of worlds. The Kuklaw is present in all of the dimensions one way or another. The elders are the protectors of this world. Are there all the, are all the ninjas in the other dimension 75% evil as well? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's time to retire. I mean, Shinno Khan doesn't have some sort of like work disciplinary or something like that. You know, like. <laughs> Look, Shinno Khan, uh, we brought you here. <laughs> HR having some concerns. Oh, uh, look, yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's been real tough at home. Um, We're going to give you a written warning this time, but next time it will be a verbal. <laughs> MC scoffed. This place doesn't seem that special. <laughs> How come they get the elders to protect it? Because far greater evil exists here than it does in our world. You mean like a giant hell beast, for example? MC makes a really good point. <laughs> yeah. Khan seemed to be getting agitated and stopped walking as he reached a flight of stairs. The way of the dimension will not be discussed now. We have taken a tremendous risk just coming here. This is vaguely interesting world building. Uh, you mm. know, I like the idea of like multiple dimensions, and I don't know, maybe there's a certain snobbery about certain of them or something like that. Yeah. Oh, you think your evil is evil. Yeah. Check out the evil over here. It's it, way more evilist. <laughs> we've got a guy on Earth destroying all the bricks. So what, <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? He turned and walked up the stairs. MC continued to follow. Once at the top, Shinna Khan dropped to his knees. MC stood firm and listened to the words his master said. Leaders of the Ku Claw, we have come for your guidance. <gasps> ah. MC watched as two men, or at least MC guessed they were men, stepped in front of them. They wore a complete black suit with their heads shrouded in black hoods. The one on the left spoke. You dare bring a lower being into this realm? And all to save your world? It, it works with the voice as well. You dare bring a lower being into this <laughs> realm and all to save your world? This is Mick and Terry, the elders of the Ku Claw. <laughs> Not their official names. <laughs> Before Shinokan had a chance to speak, MC went ahead. 
damn right. There's a demon that we can't destroy. We've come for your help. This time, the other man spoke. Your world is of no use to us. It is harsh and cruel, and the evil that spreads there is made by its own inhabitants. We know why you're here, but we refuse to help. <laughs> oh, it's so much better with these voices. I love these guys. They're almost as good as 80s vampires. That's a controversial statement, MC. I don't care about your ninja politics. Good is still good. And innocent people don't have to die just because you can't get off your butts and do something about it. The two men in hoods seem angered by MC's outburst. Shinno Khan tried to calm him down, but MC kept talking. So you are going to tell me a way that I can kill the one, or else? I like this. MC doesn't bow to any authority. Yeah. Like, this is great, yeah. Lefty replied this time. You make idle threats to the elders? He asked. They're not idle, MC replied. Very well, Lefty said. We will help you on one condition. You defeat me for the right to the information. Oh, he's, he's asking for a punch-up outside the pub. <laughs> what you want to fucking go, right? <laughs> so, you drink these five Jager bombs <laughs> and then beat me at pool. <laughs> you get a bullseye in one go. <laughs> <laughs> you snort this entire pack of port scratches <laughs> and then poke the fattest bird in the pub. I love these guys. They want the elders to have their own spin-off. Shinno Khan pulled MC to the side and whispered into his ear. Fighting one of the men who gave you this gift is not a wise idea. Shinno Khan, grow some balls. I'm not going to sit back and watch the people I love die. So if that means I have to kick the backside of some guy who thinks is more powerful than me, then I say, bring it on. Yeah. MC turned away and accepted the challenge of the elder. As he did, Shinno Khan said under his breath, He is more powerful than you. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you think you're harder? MC peeled off his jacket and stood in front of the two elders. Is this a fight to the death type thing? What do you think? The elder asked. <laughs> MC prepared himself for the fight. And then something happened that he wasn't prepared for. The two elders seemed to merge into each other much like MC and Shinno Khan had done earlier. They formed one being, a man wearing purple baggy trousers, an orange vest, and no hood. Baggy trousers. <laughs> the ultimate cockney. <laughs> Instead, his face was clearly visible. He was bald, Japanese, and had a scar that ran from his left ear all the way down to his neck. In both hands, he also carried a large sword that shimmered in the bright light around him does sound pretty badass though i'm not gonna lie it's the purple baggy trousers trousers, that's how you know people are tough yeah mc swore the elder's body had grown larger muscles as well he smirked at mc and then charged sword held high and that's where we're gonna end episode 28 i don't know about you i know right (laughs) that was a long ass episode thank you for sticking through with us on that episode but so much more interesting than the last one. So much more. Oh my god! I, how I don't even know how we begin to unpick this episode. There was a lot. There was a lot. There was a lot. Okay, let's just bullet point it, right? Okay. The whole thing with the one in Chip. Yeah. The one's escaped the binding circle. Yeah. He's having a little battle with Chip, who's maybe picked up some magic. Somehow. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, magic spells from Dominic, I guess. Yeah. But the one can't hurt Chip for some reason. Or Did he? No, I think he said I that. Think, like, I think it said that Chip is the only possible threat. Yes, that's to right. Chi- uh, yeah. To the one. In whatever way that means, whether it's like a connection thing, like yeah. the one needs Chip to be like alive, oh, yeah. or if it's I don't know, maybe Chip is the only one that can actually hurt him. Oh, that's true. Maybe although he the, tried whacking it with a bat and that didn't work, but it, the the old magic stuff works. Yeah, yeah. So, but maybe Chip's the only one that can do that. Yeah, or maybe. Like he, maybe he has to have the power to kill him or something. Yeah. Uh, MC is fucked off. Uh, <laughs> he's angry at the elders, and rightly so. Yeah. And now he's gonna fight them. Yes. That's cool. That's cool. We've set up the elders from the Ku class since like the beginning of season yeah. one as these like overseeing, I don't know, like gods almost. Or and they've been annoying the whole time. Yes. And more so, the, the worse it gets. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The world's literally gonna end. Then they're less helpful than they've ever been. Also, oh, are they meant to protect the world? But then they're like, nah, mate. 
Yeah, or maybe because they're protecting this world that's supposedly got more evil in it or something, or is better because, I don't know, yeah. you know, upper-class twats, basically. <laughs> they're basically the Tories of the dimensions. <laughs> uh, and so I guess they just, you know, they bestow power upon other beings to protect their worlds. I guess, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It kind of like, I mean, in Buffy they had that similar sort of thing, like the yeah. Slayers were created by this race of, like, you know, uh, generations of men back in the day, and right. they were like, we're going to get this girl to protect us, you right. know, and so kind of similar thing to that, maybe. Okay, sure, sure. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, what else are we missing? Anything else? Um, That's the gist of it, I guess. That's yeah. where we are now. I just hope that the Elders have a lot more lines, because it's so fun <laughs> doing that. Yeah, and especially because they've merged into one, so we're going to have to, like, merge our voices. <laughs> yeah, so I was hoping we might do that. <laughs> And I really want them to turn up again and go on a road trip with 80s vamp in the other one. <laughs> MC. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to do the last episode in two parts. Okay. But there is a fish. We, so that means there will be two episodes of the podcast left. Right. There oh. are two episodes left of season two, MC. <gasps> Shall we see what the last episode is called? Let's do it. I'm so pumped. The last episode of season two will be called Re-Return. <laughs> That's disappointing. Yes. But it's because episode one is called Return. Oh, okay. And episode 15 is called Re-Return. Sure, okay, yeah. That, that you know what, that is interesting, because obviously not a word, but also, episode one was called Return because it ends with Chip coming back and returning. Mm. So what, like, what is a re-return? He comes back again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so join us next week as we hurtle towards the end of season two and we find out exactly what the hell re-return means. <laughs> and hopefully, just hopefully... The elders are going to have some more lines. <laughs> hey, MC. Hi, Chip. Did you know that there are multiple ways you can now support the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast? Really? Why didn't you tell me all about them? I shall, MC. First of all, you can go to our Facebook page, which is How I Ripped Off Podcast. I couldn't put Buffy in that because it wouldn't allow me for some reason. <laughs> I don't know copyright. why. Yay! Also, MC, mm. we are on Twitter. <gasps> we really? are at How I Ripped Off, and I didn't have room to put Buffy in that, so that's <laughs> why it's just called that. Finally, do you know what else you can do, MC? Tell me more. You can come leave us a rating and review on iTunes, because that really helps the podcast and means we get seen higher in the rankings. And finally, we'll become rich and famous <laughs> and be able to do a live-action version of the... No, we won't. No, no, that'll never happen. But yes, come and support us. Come and say hello. We would really love that. That'll do.